This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I don't care about bragging rights. It just introduces more volatility into the equation. I don't care about victory laps. Stop it, please stop it. <laughs> Throw the football into the floor. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Hour number three here, Magnificent Football Monday. Nick, Ken, and you here on the BetQL Network. Great to be on for another 60 minutes with our friends on Stadium, and what a 60 minutes it's going to be. The whale capper Drew Densick from NBC Sports stops by in 20 minutes talking Monday Night Football and Week 12 in the National Football League. Ken and I will continue our handicap of Week 12 in the NFL, continuing on with the Steelers and Bengals coming on up on Sunday, and uh, the rest of the slate in the NFL on Sunday, 40 minutes from now. Power Hour, Final Hour will feature all our bets for tonight. But joining us right now, we had him on about a month ago, and he was absolutely awesome. And he's been awesome for the entirety of his broadcasting career. So it's great to welcome back to You Better You Bet, talking college football, play-by-play voice of college football on Fox Sports. Our good friend Tim Brando joins us here talking some college football on You Better You Bet. Tim on Twitter, at Tim Brando. Tim, welcome back to the show. It's Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. Appreciate the time. Happy early Thanksgiving to you and your family. How's it going? Thank you, Nick and Ken. It's good to be back with you again. And yeah, happy, happy Thanksgiving. Um, Spencer and I are prepping for two games uh, this week. We'll be uh, in Norman for Oklahoma and TCU on Friday at noon Eastern time. And then we're uh, off to mini Manhattan uh, to do K-State, Iowa State, uh, as they try to settle things in the Big 12. As you know, there's a log jam in trying to figure out not just who's going to be finishing second but who's going to finish first i mean nothing is going to get settled uh in the big 12 until uh all these teams play and that includes texas <laughs> uh who, who was seemed to be in the catbird seat but really isn't so uh oklahoma state is in a uh, i think the probably the best position of the teams uh with a loss in terms of the tiebreaker with k-state and with ou but it's not going to be easy with iowa state playing well right now and they are playing very well as you as you know and yeah to tim's point like the big 12 having to clarify some of the tiebreakers potentially that could be used for who makes it just an interesting story to follow here for the for the next couple weeks as we lead up to the big 12 championship tim i know i know when we had you on the first time we were talking about just you know treetop like who are the best teams in the country is this going to be a particularly wide open year in terms of who can win i know you were a little skeptical of georgia and and maybe still are i mean there's still reason to be skeptical of georgia based on a couple of the games that they played do, do you still feel that way? Like, let's say there are five or six teams that can make the playoff right now. Do you think like all five or six could potentially be champions or we're down to kind of a smaller list right now? No, I think all six of them could win it. And I think there's probably seven to eight uh, that certainly feel like they deserve to be there. And if you look at my, I think, I, I think my Twitter handle has the, uh, my top 10 out this week. And I did move Georgia 
into number one uh, this week, supplanting Michigan. I also moved Washington ahead of Florida State. Two reasons why there. Uh, Oregon, I think, has just been playing better than anybody uh, with a loss and really better than anybody without a loss in the last few weeks. And I've seen them recently. I mean, they absolutely, uh, uh, you know, in, in the game we had against USC, they they not only boat raced the Trojans offensively, which I expected, but their defense was nasty, uh, really nasty in that game, made life very difficult for, at the time, a, a Caleb Williams that still had a little something to play for. And uh, he got thrown around like a rag doll in that game. Washington is really, really good. Got the best three receivers in the country. Uh, and right now I have to put Washington ahead of Oregon because, because they beat them head-to-head. Uh, but at the same time, that was a game Oregon, I think, could very easily have won and probably should have won. And you got to take that into account. But those two will play each other, and it will work itself out. But in both cases, neither the Huskies or the Ducks, in my view, need to be behind a Florida State team that's just getting by, and they lost the heart and soul of their team, sadly, the way they did with Jordan Travis. So I'd bump those two teams up ahead of FSU, even though they are undefeated. And I think that um, you have to take into account how these teams really are playing and how they look and then who might be available or might not be available for them moving forward. It's not as if Florida State can't still get there. They can. Uh, but right now, just based on what I see in a very fluid uh, top ten of mine, and mine probably is as fluid or more fluid than just about anybody else's, uh, those were the choices I made. Uh, Georgia does deserve to be number one, and they've answered a lot of questions since we last spoke. Their receivers, including McConkey and a few others, have gotten well at just the right time for Brock Bowers to return a little sooner than originally anticipated. Uh, and not only did they prove themselves to be worthy against this, you know, what, what gauntlet there was in their schedule, they've now gotten past it. You know, to take care of Ole Miss and discard them the way they did at home, and then to blow out uh, Tennessee at Milan the way they did. You've got to be impressed by that. Uh, and Michigan, I think, is struggling a little bit. Um, McCarthy's not been as effective. Maryland did push them, and I've got to take that into account. So that's why I dropped Michigan down uh, below. And I think Ohio State's defense is actually right now playing better than Michigan. Uh, I think I like Michigan in the game this week, but I thought Ohio State needed to be ranked ahead of them. So right now I've got Georgia uh, followed by Ohio State, Michigan, then Washington and and Oregon, and I dropped Florida State all the way down to six. And certainly Texas and Alabama have got to figure into the equation. I mean, you can't rule them out right now. I could listen to Tim Brando talk about college football all day. This is such a treat. Tim, you meant a couple of the teams that you mentioned there, obviously, Washington and Oregon, and their two quarterbacks, Bo Nix and Michael Penix, respectively, are the second and third choices in the betting market right now at our show sponsor, BetMGM, to win the Heisman Trophy. Nix at plus 140, Penix at plus 600. Jaden Daniels of LSU after the video game performance this past weekend against Georgia State. Jaden Daniels is the favorite now, minus 130. So it looks like it's between these three. Marvin Harrison's up 30 to one Carson Beck's 33 to one but it looks like Daniels Knicks and Penix here Tim what's your best guess right now as to what we will end up seeing with the Heisman Trophy well listen da- Daniels's numbers are just I mean it's like uh 
it's like a pinball machine what he's done. No, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And uh, while I was watching Bo Nix have that unbelievable performance against USC, uh, that was the very night that he was doing the same thing that he did at Georgia State to Florida. And I think that really captivated a lot of, certainly a lot of people in and around Louisiana and throughout the Southeastern Conference because Florida's not a bad football team. Uh, But the bottom line is that he needed to have that game, in my mind, against Alabama. And he got knocked out of that game. Dallas Turner should have been hit for targeting. Uh, He wasn't. Uh, And it cost LSU any opportunity of having a chance to win that game. You know, for me, as a voter and someone that understands how today's voting takes place, I can see why he's where he is uh, from a betting standpoint right now. But as we fast forward and move ahead, after they play A&M this week, and that's a good defense, you know, arguably the best in uh, the SEC right now in some statistical categories, uh, you know, the bottom line is that he's not going to get to play on championship Saturday. And with the vote taking place largely now on the Internet and after the title games are played, I don't know that he'll have the platform that either Knicks or Penix will have. And I think that's problematic uh, for Jaden. And he gets invited to New York, no doubt about that. But I don't know that he can win it without having, you know, that championship Heisman moment. And that won't happen for him. And, you know, you look at those losses and where he had them, uh, Florida State on what was a neutral side against Jordan Travis, uh, and then at, at Alabama, and certainly, you know, that was a tough one for them. And then, the, you know, the Ole Miss game was another one where he could have been a winning quarterback and was not. I think that will, as we get closer to the actual vote itself, I think that will weigh on people. The numbers I know impact the quarterback position, the stats, the QBR, all of that, more than any other position. But I also think the platform that a player has late in the year affects the voting late. And all of the voting now is late. We don't do it the way we used to, you know, by folding up uh, an envelope and sending it in. It's being done, you know, right after those championship games are playing for the most part. Tim, we mean this sincerely. We absolutely love having you on the show. Could listen to you talk about college football all day. Know you're on a very tight schedule this week, and I think our listeners and viewers can appreciate that. Tim calling not one but two games coming up this weekend, so obviously a very busy week for our guy Tim Brando. So, Tim, we sincerely appreciate the time. Thank you very much again. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. People can follow him on Twitter, at Tim Brando, and check him out on the calls of two games this week in the Fox Sports family. Tim, thank you very much, and I will do this again down the line, hopefully. Well, thank you, fellas. I will have more time next week. I'm, I'm moving over to hoops after after this weekend. No championship game this season for Spencer and I to call. So if you guys would like to have me back, feel free. I'll have a little more time then. Um, we will. Yeah, the answer to that question is an unequivocal yes, my friend. We will definitely. Yes, we would thank love you. to do that. So thank you very much. Uh, okay. The Tyler writes in our chat. Him, him, Brando is what he might be now because right. he's because yeah. he is him. He's the absolute best. What oh, if you, a nice if you, guy. Uh, also, if you give us uh, if you give us, a, give us a reason to have you back on the show. Oh, we're we're taking it. <laughs> Just if we we like having you on. And you're like, oh well, you know, you could have me on on December. Done. Yeah, booked. Yeah, we got you. We're on, it's like, we're on I don't know if this is very regional. I think it, it might have just been like 10-10 wins, like a like a legendary news station sure. here in the tri-state area. Give us 10 minutes, we'll give you the world. This is like, you give us 10 minutes, and you get to come back anytime you want. Yeah. <laughs> then you have an open platform to come back on, yes, you better. Yes, please. Yeah, college hoops especially. Was, That'd be great. I got to tell you, man, like, I, I, like 
he's very thoughtful and like he's been doing this a long time and he votes and he gave like really sound reasoning for it. So that, that was that was absolutely Do you wanna, excellent. Yeah, throw you a little curveball here. Maybe just a little bit. Do you want to do, do, do Lachmas here real quick for a few minutes? Uh, we probably should do it, right? To do it? Yeah. Why don't we do it and pay, and pay off what Tim was talking about? All right. So uh, I, I'm hoping Jake and Mike are ready because you guys are going to put on the spot right now. Yeah. It is, in fact, gentlemen, uh, day one right now of Lachmas. We'll talk national championship in college football. College football is the best time of the year. The fight songs. Announcers going crazy. Mario Anderson still on his feet. Got free. Mario. Super Mario. Touchdown. The roar of the crowd. But for Nick and Ken, college football only sounds like one thing. It's luck miss time on you. Uh, let me quickly get this NFL news into the show here for our live audience, and then we'll do Lockmas in a second. Pete Carroll speaking to the media right now. Kenneth Walker not going to go on IR. I doubt he's going to play on Thursday. Geno Smith, no structural damage to his elbow. I feel like he's probably going to play on Thursday. Cooper Cup considered day-to-day with his ankle injury. The Rams play the Cardinals coming up on Sunday. More on that coming throughout the week. All right, to Lockmas here in the national title market in college football. Ken, for the first time in like a month, uh, Georgia is now once again the favorite to win the national championship. Michigan drops down to the second spot. Georgia plus 225. The Wolverines without Jim Harbaugh on Saturday against Ohio State plus 275. Ryan Day and the Buckeyes at 5-1. to one. Bama and Oregon at 7. Washington at 12. Texas at 14. And poor Florida State without Jordan Travis now 33-1. to one. Uh, Thoughts here on national championship and how to bet it right now in college football. Yeah, I mean, I'll just say, like, I everybody knows I'm holding a bunch of Michigan, and it was great that they won. Of course, you lose to Maryland. It just yeah, opens Pandora's box in terms of, like, even if you beat Ohio State, what happens in the other games? Like, at least by winning. Um, now it's it's kind of, uh, we can at least kind of forget about the fact that they didn't cover in the game, and they almost lost. Uh, and I, I don't think, like, one performance makes them particularly vulnerable versus how they played the whole year. I think it was just, like, Maryland showed up a little bigger than I think people were expecting, and... Uh, and Michigan didn't play quite as well. Uh, so I'm still holding a lot of them. It's just, I think the biggest thing for me is the movement in the market is we all see what's happening with Georgia and that they're starting to look really, really good. And that this happened last year a little bit. They had a couple of games in the middle of the year that didn't go particularly well. And then they started to string together some more dominant performances. Like we took them against Tennessee. I said the over, which like somehow didn't hit like 35 points in the first quarter. That's fine. Uh, covered the game. Maybe that's more about Tennessee being bad, but like, you know, whatever test you want to put in front of Georgia so far, they pass. Do they pass against Alabama? What happens if they lose? Um, the committee, I kind of said, like, I, I thought the committee for the for the only time, really, since the first year might have a difficult decision. With Jordan Travis's injury, that significantly decreases the likelihood they will have a difficult decision. Now it's like, okay, you could have like Texas make it and Pac-12 winner and Big Ten winner and SEC winner. And like, what if Georgia loses and they're the fifth team? And what do you do? And what do you do with Ohio State? Like, okay, maybe it still gets tough, but Jordan Travis's injury clears up a lot of things because like I got bad news for people. Like if they go win-win here, like the committee's probably still not going to take them. They're not going to take an injured Florida State team and put them in the playoff. And they, committee, uh, the committee chairman said that. We're considering who's going to be available for the teams when they play the game. They're going to make up the rules as they go along so Florida State doesn't make it. Sorry. Like that's what they're going to do. So it does make it a little bit easier in terms of who makes it. Um, I'm holding Michigan. 
I'm still happy that we're undefeated. I think they are likely to beat Ohio State. I will be laying them in the game. But it's it's hard not to see what's going on with Georgia and watching those games and being like, uh-oh. Like, uh-oh. Like, this this could get really bad. So, you know, I'm holding Michigan. I'm still holding. You know, we're, we're not really going to bet anything else at this point. All right, and that is day one of Lockmas, day two of Lockmas Heisman Trophy coming up tomorrow. On the other side, bets for the National Football League tonight and this weekend with our pal, the whale capper, Drew Densick. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to our handicap, week 12 in the National Football League coming up. We'll get back to our handicap of week number 12 in the National Football League coming up in 20 minutes when we talk about the Bengals and the Steelers, and then we'll turn our attention to the, the Titans and the Panthers, Will Levis and Bryce Young, Colts and the Bucks, and more that's coming up 20 minutes from now. Power hour, final hour, 40 minutes from now, we'll feature all our bets for tonight, NBA, NHL, college hoops, and of course, side total and props for Monday Night Football Super Bowl rematch with the Chiefs and the Eagles. But joining us right now to talk about the Chiefs and the Eagles and plays for Thanksgiving in Week 12 in the National Football League is our good friend, the whale capper, Drew Densick. Whale is on Twitter, at whale underscore capper. He does a great job for our friends at NBC Sports, betting analyst for them, and is the co-host of the Deep Dive podcast, along with our pal Andy Molitor. Whale comes on with us every Monday and supports us. Support him at whale underscore capper on Twitter, the Deep Dive podcast, and with our friends over at NBC Sports. My friends, sincerely appreciate you popping on here. It's Nick and Ken. You better you bet. Happy early Thanksgiving to you and the fam. How's it going? No, it's going well, and happy early Thanksgiving to you and uh, the listeners, and I appreciate you guys, as always, giving thanks to uh, the You Better You Bet family uh, for uh, continuing to bring me on every Monday. And it is a magnificent football Monday. It's like just a perfect Southern California day today. We got about uh, no, 69 degrees. It's a high. It's one of those days we like to call severe clear. You know, like you're just not really prepared for how about this? How about this? How about this? Give us some bets, buddy. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's too sunny out, right? Am I right? It's severe clear. That's what we say. And sometimes I walk out of my office and and we're plunged in darkness here on the Northeast. Thank you very much. And cold. And wind. And all kinds of things. Weather maybe going to actually might not be great tonight for the Eagles and the Chiefs whale. Like it might be a little rainy. Might be a little windy. I don't know if it's going to impact scoring very much, but we had like really good weather games on Sunday. Not sure this is going to be that. Uh, Chiefs two and a half, total 45 and a half, 46. I, even if you don't have any bets, like the maybe the game of the year, obviously, in the NFL Super Bowl rematch, each team kind of potentially, uh, you know, going to get the one seat again this year. We might end up seeing them play in the Super Bowl again. Uh, any bets for you with the Chiefs and the Eagles tonight? I played a little uh, KC two and a half. Uh, I would look for minus one ten. Um, it's not the biggest edge of the week, but this is the game of November, probably <laughs> in terms of like it matters. Um, so wanted a little skin. Um, interesting that you brought up the uh, the weather. It does look like it will be wet. Uh, the ghost of the sod father is going to make sure that the Eagles pass rush cannot be impactful in a game <laughs> against Pat Mahomes. <laughs> it, uh, it's going to be slick out there. It's going to be slippery. Best luck to the, uh, to the big boys in the D line for the Eagles. Um, but no, I think even more than that, uh, like this is an interesting uh, game state is going to matter a ton kind of game. Um, if the Eagles are able to generate a lead, like the chiefs are going to be in deep trouble. 
Um, Chiefs, are, you know, rush defense is not great. Now, granted, I think some of that is schematic. Some of it is intentional. Um, like, I think they're, in general, perfectly fine if you want to try to matriculate because their pass defense is playing so phenomenally well right now in terms of coverage that uh, they're going to get the stop eventually. And um, this is a nice, tough test, and it's a very different test than the last time we saw this unit uh, up against uh, an opponent. That was a speedy um, and schematically complex uh, Miami Dolphins team they played in Frankfurt last time out, and now they go up against uh, you know arguably wide receiver two in the NFL and A.J. Brown. Um, who's having a phenomenal season and it's going to be an interesting matchup. And, you know, the Eagles obviously had tons of success through the air against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. And I think uh, this Chiefs defense has markedly improved since that time um, as that, you know, the youth continues to get, you know, stronger and stronger, learning the skim, you know, learning the system and just in general, uh, you know, kind of helping each other get better. So uh, the Chiefs pass defense is on the level of the Jets pass defense, which made Jalen Hurts look pretty pedestrian. Uh, That's one of the reasons I would score kind of positive in favor of the Chiefs being able to uh, keep the Eagles from generating a pretty substantial lead here. Dallas guarded out obviously matters as well. One less target to really try to do damage with, and he's been uh, a pretty important kind of X factor for them, I think, uh, you know, in the the Jalen Hurts era. So, um, you know, I think this is a, a decent opportunity for Andy Reid uh, to do some self-evaluation with the uh, extra rest that was prov- you know, provided by the bye week. Um, a lot of what the Chiefs put on film through the first 10 weeks of the season was pretty uninspiring offensive efficiency. Didn't look like they really knew who they wanted to be. their top target getters in the receiving game outside of Travis Kelsey. And at times, they definitely have not really been utilizing Kelsey, I think, saving him for these higher leverage games. So uh, hoping for the good plays, hoping that uh, there's some more Rasheed Rice targets, hoping that uh, just in general, this is uh, a little bit more fluid offense now that they've had time to kind of figure out who they want to be. And, uh, you know, the Chiefs should be able to build a little bit of momentum down the stretch looking at the schedule, uh, you know, a win here and... uh, um, you know, a couple other um, positive outcomes in the month of December, and the Chiefs are going to be, uh, you know, dictating uh, the AFC again, as we could have, what, the sixth consecutive AFC championship game held in Arrowhead is is potentially on the table if, uh, if the Chiefs can win these games. So uh, exciting game, fun to see how it plays out. I think anything um, better than Chiefs minus three is a bet. So uh, let's go, Casey. All right, let's turn our attention well to Week 12 in the NFL, which obviously kicks off Thursday with three games on Thanksgiving. We've got the Black Friday game with the Jets and the Dolphins, and then the slate on Sunday and Monday. As it stands right now, Drew, what's your favorite bet for Week 12 in the National Football League? Uh, Niners minus 6.5 as a straight bet is my favorite. Uh, we don't have widely available total yet for Buffalo-Philadelphia, but when that gets, uh, you know, when that, 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 that opened at 47, that was that was a very very uh hard to defend uh opener total i think uh, uh excited to see once we get a sense of philadelphia's health coming out of this game what that total opens up uh at some of the faraway places um i think it should be like 51 so i'm going to play it over as long as it's kind of in that you know in the ballpark of 48 48 and a half so uh that'll be a fun one and then um a little uh turkey day black friday teaser of uh detroit uh, Miami was the first thing I played, uh, getting both of those teams into the uh, um, one and a half range yesterday felt like a gift. And actually, it was a gift because I'm looking now. <laughs> apparently, Miami's 10. Yeah, Tim Boyle uh, that was, uh, yeah. whew, uh, you know, you made a good decision as an organization. 
when you back when you when you bench Zach Wilson and the line moves against you to the tune of two and a half points. Um, holy smokes, uh, this is a pretty decent uh, adjustment there. Um, and it's not like I have a lot of love for Zach Wilson, but um, pretty clear the Jets' defense is starting to run on fumes. Pretty clear that the Dolphins, um, you know, their defense is on the come up right now. Uh, this is going to be tough for them to get some points in this one, and I think uh, the market adjustment is correct. This should be closer to 10, and it probably closes there. So, Will, kind of correct me if I'm wrong here because I'm, I'm listening to some of your answers. Uh, like I know you said you put in the teaser on Detroit, Miami. You laid San Francisco. Like It sounds like you're on the same wavelength as we were in the first hour of the show when we were like, look, like we'll bet like a bad team is a dog. Like We don't have a problem with that. Like It's not – this isn't like we're only betting favorites. We're only teasing down. We're only money line parlaying. But like – these four games, the three games Thanksgiving and the Black Friday game with Miami and the Jets, they just don't profile, I think, to either of us as a game where, like, we want the dog or that we're even, like, confident one of these teams will win the game. Do you do you agree with that? Like, I, I don't want to, like, sell people money line parlays because it's like, you should probably just bet the money line individually. Like <laughs> but, like, like, you're not getting this amazing payout. But just, like, do you kind of feel that way, too? Like, that you would, would you be surprised if there was an upset in any of those four games? Yes. <laughs> Like genuinely right. surprised. And you're <laughs> yes. laying San Francisco. That's like the upside. I think. Yeah. You're laying I think. The other I think yeah. I, yeah. I think this is a disastrous matchup for Seattle. Um, people reacted to the news that um, Geno Smith was going to play through the elbow injury in a positive light. Okay. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Yeah. You. Yeah. yeah Gina Smith with a with a you know injured elbow. Yeah. Okay. No problem. Um. The offensive line for Seattle really is just it's not playing anywhere close to what was expected, and some of that is definitely injury related. You know, Cross has missed a ton of time this year. Lucas still isn't back. Kenneth Walker now is out. He's been sort of a pretty decent piece because the Seattle doesn't matter who's available running back wise. They're gonna run. They're gonna. They're, you know, they're gonna try to generate. 20-ish carries on the ground, uh, and now you're going up against uh, a defense that, yes, is missing their safety, who has been all pro level this year, and now and uh, Hufanga uh, Talanoa, uh, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Um, and uh, he he's, he definitely matters, right? That hurts the Niners' Super Bowl chances very, very much, in my opinion. But it doesn't hurt them in this particular game where the Seahawks have huge communication issues with Gino and the wide receivers. And Gino's going to be running for his life and throwing, I don't even, I can't even imagine the level of accuracy you're expecting out of him, anything that's 15 yards down the field with the elbow injury. So um, this looks like uh, Seattle's drawn dead to me. And, you know, Brock Purdy and company, um, you know, the two times that were, you know, two times we've saw Brock Purdy against the Seahawks, man, like it might have been schematic with Kyle Shanahan drew up, but boy, oh boy, the Seahawks defense does not match up well against that style of offense whatsoever. They made it look easy. Uh, and, uh, you know, the game, they got bet pretty aggressively, if I remember right, on Thursday Night Football last year in season. It got bet down to like three. Seattle was a hot side. People were like, oh, they could steal the division. Uh, the final score made that game look more competitive than it was. It was not competitive. As somebody with, Seattle skin in like an AFC NFC West market at a huge number, like one quarter into that game, you knew it was a not, not non-compete and then they couldn't cover 10 on the road uh, in the playoffs. Seattle is just not rostered. Well, I don't think to match up with what San Francisco wants to do on offense or defense. So uh, best of luck to whoever wants uh, Seattle at six and a half or six. 
You better, you better here with Nick and Ken on a Monday. We are talking Week 12 in the National Football League with our pal, the Whale Capper, Drew Dinsick. He is on Twitter at Whale underscore Capper. All right, buddy. We got four games on Thanksgiving and Black Friday. You already gave us thoughts on Miami and Detroit. You got a two-team teaser there with the favorites. You're laying San Francisco now that we are off a touchdown there, right? San Francisco at BetMGM now is six-and-a-half-point favorite in that game on the road in Seattle. Um, let's at least get a thought here because you, you, the, the people are going to want to bet every game on Thanksgiving. Uh, I am one of the people. So, like— uh, we 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 are one of us. All of us want to bet these games. <laughs> Let's at least get a thought here, Will. Even if, even sure. if you don't have like a bet on the game, at least a thought. Dallas laying eleven against the Commanders. Total is forty eight and a half in that game. Anything for you, even if it's just a lean with Dallas and Washington here in about two minutes. Yeah, I'm gonna think long and hard about this one. But Dallas is they're they're perfectly fine, but asking them to lay eleven against a quarterback who has a pulse is that's a Big, big number. Um, Dallas has basically been getting it done by beating up on the absolute dregs of the NFL this season. I don't put Washington in that category at all. Uh, my fare on this one is well inside 11. I just have to find some reason to get involved with Washington. I mean, it, the the result against Tommy DeVito and company obviously wasn't good. Um, there's not a lot that the secondary can do to stop the Cowboys if they're having a good day offensively passing. Um, but the Cowboys are still relatively one-dimensional. They're not really generating much of a ground presence at all. The Washington pass rush is very viable still, even in the absence of Sweat and Chase Young. This unit is still generating a ton of pressure. Um, they could get after Dak and at least uh, get some kind of you know big third down stops. I could see it. Uh, and Sam Howell, for what it's worth, is he's getting the ball out of his hands more quickly. Like That was a pretty sloppy day from him against the Giants with three picks. But uh, overall, I think his balance of work in the year 2023 to this point is a passing grade a guy that you know i'm fine you know continuing to try to build around considering what you're compensating him um so uh yeah i can see the commanders being frisky here my, my fair again is is inside of 11 so this is uh commanders or pass yeah, it's funny, right? Like you say, like the Cowboys have beaten up on the dregs of the NFL. And you're absolutely right. Like you look at the final scores in those games, like they beat the Jets, they beat the Giants, they beat the Patriots. It's like, what is Washington? Like, are they in Are yeah. they in that bucket? Are they not? Like Sam Howell makes you think maybe they're not in the bucket. Also, maybe they're in the bucket. They lost to Tommy DeVito. But like, it's like, it's just kind of an interesting back and forth, like about which, which, what is Washington this year? Uh, we have a couple <laughs> minutes left. Maybe, maybe in just like 30, 45 seconds here favorite nba bet for tonight we have like a ton of games we can't really do we'll do big picture nba with you obviously as football kind of winds to a close do you have a bet you like for tonight in about 30 45 seconds yeah give me the uh, clippers in the eight and a half um oh, later yeah. eight and a half. <laughs> the uh this uh this spurs team man um yeah, tough to really quantify who they are right now, um, but I do I do think you've gotten some positive signal that the Clippers at least they they've bottled some games that they absolutely should have won in the wake of the James Harden trade. Uh, but I think the likelihood that they put together a clean stretch here where they uh, beat the teams they should beat by margin and uh, everybody kind of starts feeling pretty good about the direction of the franchise, this, that's that's what I look at as I look at the end of November, beginning of December here for the Clippers. Um, it may not ultimately lead to a title contention here, but uh, this team should be double-digit favorites against the uh, Spurs, in my opinion. I, tough, tough to find. I, I, are we going to find the bottom on the Spurs? Like, I, maybe... Uh, it, but, yeah, 
Yeah, it's a, this is a this is a bad team. Um, there's not and no answers coming anytime soon in terms of how they're going to find the right rotation to put around Wemby. And um, to make matters worse, they're in a little bit of a stretch here with all these games back to back to back. You, I don't know if you saw the end of that Grizz game, but Spurs. They weren't trying not to great. lose that game. <laughs> like they just like it just it is just they everybody who mattered hit the wall at the same time and they just had were drawing dead. So uh I could see that happening again tonight. I laid the Clippers. Makes makes a lot of sense with the Clippers. Well, we appreciate it. Great stuff as always, my friend on Twitter at whale underscore capper, batting analyst for our friends at NBC Sports. Check out the Deep Dive Podcast. My friend, best of luck with all the bets this weekend. And also again, happy Thanksgiving. Thankful to have you as part of the You Better You Bet family. Stay well and we'll talk to you soon. All right, best luck, guys. And if you need more chalk, you know where to find me. We got more chalk than an elementary school right now. On the other side, we'll get back to our handicap of week 12. This is our final segment for the day on Stadium. So if you're watching us on Stadium right now, and you want to check out the Power Hour, the final hour of the show, I would highly recommend doing so because we're going to give you a billion bets coming up for tonight, including side total and props for Monday Night Football, the Chiefs and the Eagles. Head on over to twitch.tv backslash betql. That address again, twitch.tv backslash betql. It's the anniversary. Kind of reminds of me of him. David Blau, that's his name. That name again is David Blau. That was a Thanksgiving well, game. And, and you remember who the other Lions quarterback was. That yeah, was competing Krabby with Jared Goff to start that game. Yes, yeah. that would be, that'd be, yes. It's like all the, all the old jokes are coming back. Krabby, They're all coming Krabby back. Boyle. Harry, Harry Potter and the dated references. Right? It's, it's, and, uh, and, yeah. and Zach Wilson looks like Draco Malfoy, right? <laughs> I, yeah. Actually it's, does. It's the whole, uh, yeah. We did enough on that game. I, it's, the whole thing's miserable. I don't, and I don't know if I'm just going to come back. They, they're just going to keep losing. They got. I'm, they have I'm, to be I'm, in it for I'm me to come it. back. Great loss, loss. I'm now over they're out it. of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm very over it. Uh, what and he, you know, what anyone can say, he can be like, well, if they were in it, I would have come back. I, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm so good on all of this with the Jets and the Harry Potter theme. What did the Jets say to Zach Wilson today? <laughs> uh, well. They they said Expelliarmus and they moved him to the bottom of the depth chart. That's, <laughs> right. that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. All right. Twitch.tv backslash BetQL in 20 minutes for the final hour of the power hour of the show. We'll give you all our bets for tonight. Uh, but for now, Jake, bring the music up, please. Let's continue our handicap of week 12 in the National Football League. Ken, when we ended last hour on the show, you were saying that you hope the Steelers win because you bet the Steelers to make the playoffs last week in the wake of Joe yeah. Burrow's season-ending injury. Um, because, you know, now the Steelers are favored in this game as opposed to being like a five-and-a-half or six-point dog on the road in Cincinnati. Now, Pittsburgh just lost to a backup quarterback on the road. You said you hope the Steelers are going to win. So I'm guessing you're not going to bet the game because you already invested in Pittsburgh. If you weren't right. invested in Pittsburgh, though, what do you think you would do with this game? And then I'll give you my take. I, I don't uh, – I think you can have an opinion about, like, well, I just think they're going to win because they're well-coached or something, whatever. By the way, like, also, like, big hit for Mike Tomlin, coach of the year yesterday, lose that game. Uh, like, you got to yeah, I think it's record. over. It's, it's not over, but it's, like, really on life support. Like if they won out, he could still win or something. But like the like when you start to get there with some of these coaches, like we'll do. I'm sure we'll do Sean Payton at some point this week. And like, yeah, he can win. Also, like O'Connell, just bet them every week. Like if you if you think they're gonna like, because if they lose once, the ticket is worthless. Like so, why would you why would you bet needing them to win out? And they may not win anyway when they win out. That's the same with Tomlin. Like if you think he's gonna do this great job, they're gonna make the playoffs. Just bet him in every game, or or bet him to make the playoffs, which might be might be a bet I end up regretting at some point. We'll see. If I did not have a bet on the game, my well, my thoughts the same. Just I I think 
like the market can never be either team favored by three. We're going to have, they're going to have so many AFC North games. We're going to have this type of conversation so far, like the rest of the year, but like the, the it's going to be an insanely low total, which it is that neither team should really ever be favored by three in the game, which they aren't. And then when you get past that, then you start talking about like teasing either team one and a half up or, you know, like, is it a, is it a live betting game? Like, do you want to wait to see what Browning looks like and then make a decision? Cause the market will be shaped like he's going to be pretty bad. And so, but like, these are, these are angles, but like, there's nothing here for pregame on a number like one or pick and a low total. I just kind of agree with that. And so it's like, well, if you agree with that, why'd you bet the Steelers to make the playoffs? Cause they were going to be, this was a loss on the schedule. And now it's like a 50, 50 game. That's why you bet the Steelers to make the playoffs. And they've got new England and Arizona and all these other teams on the schedule. So like, that's why I bet it, but it's with, I bet it with the idea that like, it's not like these are gimme games. Like it's a 50, 50 game. It's market. It's, you know, the lights lined like a 50, 50 game. I, I just agree with that. Um, even like, Hey, like under your head, who do you think is going to win the game? I don't, I don't know. But the idea is this game's now in play for this team when it wasn't in play before. Yeah, I'll I'll just say and like, I I ended up, I bet the Steelers straight a little for a little yesterday just because like I I wouldn't. What, what number did you bet him at? I don't know how this market has moved throughout the week. Did you bet a pick or one or what'd you get? Um, what did I, I think I bet like plus two or plus two I and think a half yesterday. I lost. Pick. I think it opened. Pick? Oh, I lost. Yeah. Oh, I I I I lost my Steelers bet. But like it was like a, it was. Oh, more you bet like, the Steelers uh, yesterday. I'm sorry. I thought you meant correct. you bet them in this game, like last night. That's oh no, 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 no. Right. Yeah. I bet the Steelers yesterday just because like I wanted to have a little money on the game. And I and I, right. look, a lot of people came on the show last week. And Ken, you even said you were like, hey, like I, if I had to bet the game, I probably bet the Browns. Um, right. And I I kind of like agreed with that. And also I'm like, you know, Steelers have like the voodoo going on here. I'll bet the Steelers here. And like it was 10-10 at the end of the game. I'll just say. And this is not me saying, like, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to bet this game. Maybe it's just the tease of if either team gets into teaser range. The, it's not the same situation, and it's less like a Browning DTR thing. And, like, you, we could have that conversation, too. We're like, DTR, like, pretty, like, pretty hyped, like, this, this summer where the Browns traded Josh Dobbs so they could elevate DTR to the backup. Jake Browning had to beat out, barely beat out Trevor Simeon, who's now the Jets' backup quarterback to Tim Boyle. So, like... I, I don't think the quarterbacks are the same. Also, like, the defenses aren't the same. Cleveland's defense, to Ken's point, he said it earlier in the show, could be, like, setting records this year. The Bengals' defense is not that. And, like, Lou Anarumo can be a fellow paisan from Staten Island. Also, like, his defense isn't that good. Sorry. Also, they also they got it's cooked not. in a ton of games already this year. Yeah. Like, they're the de I think you can actually the defense is bad. I actually think you just say that. I, uh, I think it's... I, I think it's like Steelers or nothing here. I, honestly, like, I don't even think I would take three with Cincinnati if, if it were Steelers three. Maybe I would. I think I would take three with either team and feel really good about it. Not having no Pittsburgh like previous rooting interest in the game. It's a total with thirty four and a half with game teams that are going to almost certainly play a close game. They almost they almost can't help themselves. They're going to play a close game. Like that's just that's the way these games have always been going. So it doesn't have to fall that way. I think you would really feel very con. I think you would feel confident teasing this game either way. Either way, I think you'd feel really. It's a to total's thirty four and a half. I have to have a reason to tease one side or another over seven in the game with these two quarterbacks. So I. I think that's how the game's going to play. I, what I might do later this week is price shop some of the small margin victory stuff. Like if you like, even if you like Cincinnati or even like what's Cincinnati by like one to six? Like, is it okay? They're minus 105 to win. Is it, you know, and the, it's a low total. So hypothetically, the book should set a low price on this. Do they? Like, are there some books that just like have this algorithm for calculating this stuff? And it's like one to six pays the same as in Eagles Chiefs tonight. 
okay maybe not like that's just kind of how i'm thinking about this game where like this is all fine so now like what are all the derivatives things that are set up from this and like is there anything that we want to bet uh i had something else do you have anything else i have one other thing written down for this game I'm good on this game, and then we can move on when you're done. I think I'm good on this game, period, too. Like, it just, it's just, it's Bengals Steelers. My only other question, and I think this is a really quick answer, and it can be, you just know more about this than I do. Like, it's Browning the whole game, right? For sure. Their backup quarterback is A.J. McCarron, and the third stringer yeah. is Drew Plitt. It's going to be, well, I mean, unless Browning gets knocked out. Well, I don't mean injury. I mean, like, like he get, he at least gets this whole game, right? Like, there's no... Like, well, let's no. see. And then at halftime, if we're losing, like I, it's AJ McCarron I, I or think, something. Yeah. I, I think it could be AJ McCarron. No, okay. This well, is, I'm saying, like, is, do, you, do you bet Browning unders in the game because he may not finish the game? That was the other thing I agree Well, about. Well, like, because, because, uh, like, look, like, they're five and five. Like, they're still theoretically alive. If they're, like, right. if they're losing, like, like, nine three at halftime and Browning's, you know, one of 11 for nine yards, like, they could put McCarron in to try and save the season. Like, it's an insane sentence to say out loud, but that's where we're at. Okay. Just some, we, when the props come out later in the week, maybe we'll see what his numbers are and what do we want to do. It just it seems like a very unlikely game for him to just like light it up. But I, well, we'll see. Like it, we, we to be fair, and I'll be I'll be fair in this situation. I guess we don't really know what this is going to be for him, and it's not like the Steelers' defense has been amazing. And look, and look, like this is not a betting comment, but like just we talked about this in the offseason with the Jets and the Bengals. Like you. You can't go into the year with Zach Wilson and Jake Browning as your backup quarterbacks. Like Carson Wentz was out there forever. And I'm this is not even like a Carson Wentz is great. He's much better than these guys. Like it's like organizational malpractice by these two teams to be in the spots that they're in right now. At least the Browns the Browns had Dobbs and now they have DTR, who at least was semi competent yesterday at the end of the game. These teams are screwed. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Titans and the Panthers coming up on Sunday in the Music City. Ken, the Titans, like, this is one of those where, okay, uh, the Titans are playing. What are they favored by? Three and a half. And you'd be like, what team are they playing? Well, it could all be like one of two choices. Uh, one of them would be the Carolina Panthers. So Tennessee favored by three and a half against Carolina, total 37. The Will Levis experience over the last two games has not been as good as it was the first two weeks. Uh, thoughts and bets here? Are, are we going to, I think both of us like the over, are you gonna? Are we gonna bet Carolina here? Like, no, right? Please say no. I might, I might bet them just to win and put them in the money line parlay. Are they? Aren't they gonna win a little more often than this price? Just a little bit, just because like yeah, two rookie quarterbacks. Yeah, probably not great home field. Like it, it's really like plus one fifty five, plus one sixty. Like it's they're gonna aren't they gonna and, win a little more than that? They're see, gonna get trucked sometimes. And let's see if the pan, yeah. let's see if the Panthers get back Horn and Henderson this week. Sure, also. that's a good point. Honestly, well, that's that's how this game gets to three, too. That's the other thing. If it's like, where's the price going? Panthers have a chance to have like a much better injury report this week than what they've had before. And if that's true, then this game goes to three. I, I think that would be my guess about what happens. Uh, there are still a couple fours on the board, too. You said we both like the over. I Let's wait and see a weather report, obviously, first. But just, yeah, I mean, we, we see what's happening to this Titans defense now, like week after week. And like and kind of it's it's falling apart like a little bit. Um and, you know, Carolina's offense has been brack. We're going to bet another Carolina over. It's almost unfathomable. Uh, first thought, I think Carolina to win is valuable. That's my first thought. On the, the total, you, you can, why don't you give some points on now and maybe we'll do it again on Wednesday. Uh, my first thought is like, it's just about, it's not even about Carolina. It's just like the makeup of a market where a team is favorite. This is Washington Giants. This was the exact thing we talked about with Washington Giants, where it's like, okay, like some teams can be favored by seven, eight, nine, ten, and like that's okay. 
And then you, because of how power ratings are kind of like set or how team opinion is set, you'll get these setups sometimes where like a team that really like, honestly, I can't be favored by a lot is favored by a lot. That's kind of what this is. Like what Tennessee three and like, when does Tennessee win a game by more than three and a half against like anybody except the Bengals eight weeks ago? I, I think it's just Panthers to win. And I, I think you just live with the result. I'm not, that's not another sure that's exact score. They're never blowing them out. What Panthers by one to six? There's my bet. Yeah, well, if the Panthers win, like plus okay. three hundred. Like Titans, right. the tight, yeah. the Titans could theoretically be like if Horn and Henderson yeah. don't play, you could get like another Levis, like yeah. four touchdown game, all along passes down the field. Yeah, I think it's like over and God Almighty, it's just like it's never Tennessee at this number, and like I don't want to bet Carolina. Well, Let's, you could take the opposite yeah. approach. Hope Carolina gets a good injury report. Number goes to three. You could bet the Titans if you wanted to do that. I don't want to. I don't want to okay. do that. I really don't. I really don't. I think I think Carolina wins a little more than this. I I would never. It's oh, it's Carolina or nothing. It's by the way going to be the name of my of my punk rock band, Carolina <laughs> or nothing. It's like a pansy punk band. Right? It's like yeah, it's a, it's, I guess so. Give me the outer about, banks or give me death. Right. It's like, it's like it's it's about my uh, my 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 bluegrass brand, uh, band. Yeah. The first, the first song, the first track on the harmonica. first CD will be Bryce. Run for your life. Uh if you're watching on Stadium, head on over to Twitch, twitch.tv backslash BetQL for the final hour, power hour of the show, featuring all our bets for tonight, including the Chiefs and the Eagles on Monday Night Football.